Black Hoodie Rap. Episode 11. Well, do you have to do that? I feel like it's a part of it now. Episode 11. Onse. <laughs> X1. What's the what's the problem? So I, I can't say nothing nah, no more. Just, yo, we gotta we gotta start recording as soon as I get here because there's a lot of shit that they don't get to hear. That's hilarious. No, right? I know. I, that, that's a, that's a part of being behind the scenes. Right. We need. We. I think we should have a person here just to be in the background to record the shit. Not even just to record the shit. Just just to be in the background so they can be like. You know, it's almost like a radio show if you right. think about it. If that's the it. case. You know, the dudes in the background. You know how. Dude be talking to producers and stuff. It tastes like there's honey in it, even though there's not honey in it. It's probably a simple syrup, right? Yes. Shit is fire. Why are you giving everybody a preview of what you what you're drinking right now? Nah, that's yeah, not, it's not, what even it that's not what it you is. Know, you're yeah. lucky. It's not. I'm not gonna get that one out. No, nah, don't. It's special. Jeez. But yeah. So what's um new episode today? We got we talking about the blue face states. Blue face states. It's been a while. I know we're a little behind. Whoa. Pause. Happy Black History Month. Before we go anywhere. Happy Black History yes, Month. Yes, Happy Black History Month. I'm acknowledging. I'm not sick of that shit. I'm acknowledging. I know, and I am no, too. No, 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 no. No, I no. am too. I know, but I get no, it, though. No, but we no, still got to talk no, about no, this no, shit, bro. I, I, no, you're missing what I'm saying here. Go ahead. I will not say Happy Black History Month. Why? Because we spend the entire month talking about a bunch of niggas that were killed? Okay. That's a morbid way to look at it. I'm just saying, like... No, it's not. It's not true. Nah, most that's of them are killed. Most, most of them... If you decided to be somebody for a presentation in public school for Black History Month, eight times out of ten, the person was assassinated. Oh, yes. That, that is true. All right, but, then. But, but, but no, but, what, but there's more to it than just that. Nah, of course, it's also, of course. It's also about the people that have been alive... Right. ...and are still alive and that's are still doing... What it is that they need to do for the culture, to, yeah, to enhance the culture, right? <sighs> so no, no happy Black History. No month. happy Black History Month. No. Okay. It is Black History Month. Okay, it is Black History Month. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm a you know what Diddy said. It's not a celebratory type of thing. It is always celebrated. It's Black History Year though. It's Black History Year. Shout out to Diddy man. Shout out to Ciroc. Oh, you know it's crazy. You know Bobby Brown also said that too. Shout out to Ciroc. No. What? It's Black History Year. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he every said it two, just like Every that, two so. years should be Black History Year. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. That's what Bobby Brown said. <clears throat> so speak, right. speaking of Black History Month, um, what would you say is one... Give me one person that the public may not... Well, that the public knows about but doesn't get a lot of credit for. And uh, advancing the culture, or just something spectacular that they've done. Um, I don't even know who this person is, which is sad to say, but this pushes the point. Whomever is in charge of orchestrating the Black Lives Matter movements in the states and also not the, not the white dude that tried to profit no 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 no, no 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 not him i'm talking about the i think it's two women it's, it's two girls yeah. right it's two girls yeah two women those girls women. and also yeah th- those women and also <laughs> you know the same people who are orchestrating the marches too i don't think they get enough credit the unsung heroes behind yeah. the scenes yeah because okay. it's a lot it's a lot to do right. with it. it's a lot to do what they do 
people just show up and be a part of it. But like to set that up and put that out there as even like a platform is a very big deal. Yeah. You know. This is true. I thought you were gonna say somebody like uh, you know, just the recently, you know, deceased Cicely Tyson. No, you said not super right, famous. Right, but but I, no, I didn't say not super famous. Somebody nobody talks. Nobody really talks about Cicely Tyson. Nah, well, yeah. they normally do not talk about her. No, she did a lot, but she does a whole lot. She has on and she off has the screen. a whole lot, right? Yeah. Both on yeah, both on and off the screen. Yeah, for sure. But you know, you have other not just celebrities in that case. You know, there's mm-hmm. also like uh, you know doctors that we don't know about. There was I forgot the name of the doctor. I forgot her name, but she had found a bunch of cures for COVID. Believe it or not. Is she still with us? Mm-hmm. Wonderful. One, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> because, but there's a way, a bunch of, you know, obviously they don't want to patent her, you know, her findings because of. We know how it be. Yeah. We know how it be. But I don't want to get too, much, too far into that. There's still money to be made. So. Before they start trying to target me. Right. Now we know how it be. But shout out to her, whoever she is, whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, I forgot her name. Oh, I'm so upset. I, knew, I used to know it and I totally forgot. Right, but, 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 but. <laughs> speaking of my pump though, and cures and shit, you need to tell people about how you just sat here and told me you saw Doctor Sebi in a 2021 GMC commercial. I was just saying, you, if you watch if you watch the commercial for what is that? The, the, it's, it's the fucking GMC commercial, bro. A 2021 GMC. It's, commercial. it's a Kia. It's a Kia commercial. It's a Kia commercial. I'm pretty okay. sure it was a Kia commercial. All right, it was Kia, and yeah, it's definitely Kia because yeah, it's it on NBA Kia. TV. Right, so. Man, twelve twenty one, bro. I believe Dr. it. Doctor Sebi's popping up in the commercial. Hey, I feel you. I'm just saying. That's, I look like it. Look like him. <laughs> to me, it looked like him. I'm, I, I, I don't know. You, you, y'all have to tell me about that. If that's the case. Yeah, we're gonna have to go back to that. But yeah, man, there's a lot of people in this culture who have done a lot for the culture. Um, the list goes on. It's an endless list, but that's a good thing, though, and I hope it continues to grow, you know, and I think it will, especially because of the things that have been going on recently, you know, in the community, uh, outside of the community, political shit. I think people want to step up and be a part more, you know. I know I do, and I know if I do, I know a lot of other people probably feel the same way. Yeah, it's it's kind of almost becoming cool to be, like, not activist. woke, but, like, an activist because they're two different things. You know what I'm saying? So To an extent, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's becoming like a thing for people to want to do, and that's pretty dope. Because I feel like as long as I've been alive, for my generation, it hasn't really been cool to do that. No. Right? Yeah, nah. Like, not until now. Mm. Nah, I mean, I would say I, I know what you mean. The, popul- the, 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 the popularity of it all has yeah. definitely changed. Yeah, it spiked a lot. It definitely changed. The acceptance of being more knowledgeable or right. woke. It's not shunned. Like, it's not, yeah. like, yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. But, I will say, there's still, like I said, a lot of loopholes mm-hmm. and things that need to be filled about, you know, when it comes to being woke. Of course. You know, it's not just one of those things, like I said, you know, and... You know, prior and previous episodes, it is not just being able to tell somebody "I told you so." You need some action behind the words. Actionable leadership. Yes. Wonderful. <clears throat> All right. That being said, back to the blue face states. 
So let me ask you a question, Chief. Mm. Um, how do you feel about the new president? Uh, so far. I know he's been in office for like a, a day, month. but still. Almost a month. Yeah. How do you feel? A couple of weeks. Three, two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah. About two weeks. Um, Are you optimistic? Are you looking forward to the presidency? Do you think the country's going to, you know, do a 180? Do you think it's going to be the same shit? Do you think that he might implement changes that we might not see until the next nigga comes into office? Like, how you feel about him? Joe Biden... <laughs> I said, great. I'm sorry. I, I sound like I was just about to start that off like, I hate about Jordan. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joe Biden uh, doesn't uh, care about black people. <laughs> nah, Joe Biden does. He does care about black people. At least that's the... Now. You know, he cares now. He cares about what, you know, what we could do for him now. <clears throat> it's not a bad thing. Mm. Until, you know, it is a bad thing. Yeah. But how do I feel about him? I feel like he's... Uh, he's going to get a bad rap. He's definitely going to get a bad rap. Especially when the numbers come back, because numbers about money and debt and all that stuff is going to be inflated. Um, but it takes people. See, that's the shit people got to realize. And that's what used to piss me off about people who said they didn't like Obama because he didn't do shit. First of all, it's not true. Second of all, you got to understand, like, the last nigga that we just had did a lot, bro. And it takes time to undo a lot of that shit. You know, like, you can't really fault a nigga for, like, you know, like. St- Trying to steer a ship off course when the ship is going already going toward a fucking like you know like the cliff. Yeah, like we can't really put that on him. Like no, economy's not gonna turn around in three hundred sixty five days. No, it's not going to. Eh, no. no, it's not. It's going not to. going to. But like, it's, it's too much work to be done. Especially like. not, especially not when we're talking about the amount of debt that's gonna be used and and stuff like that. Because you got people like I like I saw it before. I'm pretty sure it was like from Bill Clinton. From George H. W. Bush to Bill Clinton, uh-huh. the debt like sl- we always accumulated debt or accrued debt over time. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, it's kind of obvious, but you want to drop debt sometimes. But right. you know, but what, what's the saving? You need to, you know, you need to spend some money to make some money. Right. Basically, so it's all about. For me, I've always noticed that I've only cared about how much. Of it that you spent. Like how much further. Did you put people in debt. You know not not just. How much you subtracted or whatever. But it's not how much did you spend. While in office. And there was like a spike between. Bill Clinton and George. Uh, George W. Bush. I'm talking a, a ginormous spike. A spike in favor of. And, and, and Bush's, a Bush's spike regime? of being a spike meaning the the debt increased. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Because there's always going to be a, there's always a slight debt increase, you know, throughout presidencies. Right. But it was like, let's just say for numbers' sake, it went from like one trillion dollars to like seven trillion dollars. Yeah, that's OD. <laughs> you know, and then from so when Barack Obama, Obama got in there, it was like it went from seven to ten. Uh-huh. Well, seven to five, uh, seven, yeah, seven to, I think it was like seven to ten or something like that. I'm, you know, given basic numbers here, and from Obama to Trump, it was like fifteen. Oh. <laughs> like, I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. Where is everybody jumping so much when it comes to this debt? I don't, I, don't, I again, I still don't understand how or who. It be a lot of wartime shit though. Yeah, but that's but there's no reason for all of that when there's so much going on in our country, right? That could be fixed with a matter of 
a few hundred dollars. Right, but the I know thing that is, sounds crazy, but it's no, no, no. It do, it doesn't sound crazy, but you also gotta understand how the economy works and how this shit is set up. Like, um, problems in this country generate money. Most of the problems in this country generate money for this country, like health problems. Mm-hmm. You know, the medical industry is based upon niggas being sick. Like, <laughs> well, that's cool, but like, but there's a lot of shit like that. So you gotta understand, like, we we're gonna always be in debt, bro. And the money no. that we have that we dish out, it's never gonna be disproportionate to the point where we get the money that we see other people get. Cause then where's our money gonna come from? Uh, I know. I you know, get it's, that. It's part. fucked up, but like that's that's kind of how you gotta look at but it. But I'm looking at it from a perspective of like, well, if there's so much that we can actually get done with the money that we have, <clears throat> why not just use the money that we have to make everything better? Not and I'm not and this is not discounting or even not acknowledging the fact that we're, you know, obviously we're a, a, a fixer-upper kind of situation. Somebody, all right, so if, example, rather than them actually giving people root canals, they rather they say, you know, they rather you extract it. Huh. You know, sometimes, you know, depending on the the people. Or, or oh, rather than you actually changing your diet, how about you just take these pills? Uh-huh. You know, there's obviously the, the, the quick way, the, the fast way out, right. the easy way out. Uh-huh. That's why the weight loss industry is booming. That's why a lot of different things are are actually moving because of what we have to take care of. Right. Okay. I see that. So it's but at the same time, is if if you actually give people, you would you could actually make more money by maintaining than fixing. You think you, so? You can, you definitely can. So if there's a lot if, more if opportunities. If we fix the up. economy, you think we'll make more money as opposed to not fixing the economy? What? I'm talking about the economy, based on what you just no, said. Uh, yeah, but but uh, the goal is to fix the economy. Yeah, but it being a goal is what makes this country money. If we fix the economy, where's the money coming from? If there's no more lower, middle, and upper class, where's the money coming? That's from? That's what they're doing now, anyway. Mm. Bro, there is no, there is like, uh, if you, if they actually, they showed the freaking like the the graph, the pie chart, the pyramid chart mm-hmm. of like the middle class and low, bro, the lower class is like. 70% of America. Middle class takes up like 7% of America. Oh, it's like that now? You know, it's a drastic... It's it's There is no middle class. Mm. Okay. All right, I didn't opposed know to, Opposed to when, you know, Clinton was in office and right. there actually was a, a, like kind of a distinct middle class. Right. Like most, every, like most black people that I knew... Were middle class. Were mostly middle class. Right. And if they weren't middle, they were middle lower class. Okay. Not many... I didn't know a lot of people that were actually lower class. Right. You know, but there was like a lower class, and there was like the lower middle class, and then there was the middle class. Right. Everybody, including my family, was in between that lower to middle class. Right. Where we're not... We're, we're, we're just about... We're good enough to be well off, but we're not that far away from... You know, like with, you, you got a little bit of breathing room, but you yeah, can't get a little bit of breathing like, room, which would, which would mean with the lower middle class. Yeah, okay. So I got know, now everybody would be considered lower class. Like they, they kind of eliminated that because of what's been going on, how they raised a bunch of the taxes and stuff like that. Like, and again, nobody knows where the taxes are going. Oh no, we know. <laughs> Let me just say this: we know where the taxes is going, bro. No, I, I don't. I personally do not. I can give you a few ideas. Bro. Well, cool. But example, we a lot of people watch sports, right? Uh-huh. Watch sports, NFL, NBA, 
NHL, MLB, right? Yeah. And I noticed, who was it? Um, It was Kyrie Irving. They were, they were trying to find, find Kyrie. I say about he he forfeited a game check, right? Which is like I think eighty eighty grand or something like that uh-huh. for the game check, and or, or or and something else. And they also fined him like fifty grand. Uh-huh. Where in the world does that money go? Because it doesn't make any sense to where how like. It doesn't make any sense for that money just to be floating around within the league. Bro, you could literally... And this is just Kyrie Irving alone. I am in $60,000 debt. His one fine can clear my debt. Right. Just think about that. Yeah. Not only that, but his one fine is my whole salary. Right. Like that, you have, that's that's something you have to put in perspective here. I see what you're that's saying. That's a too. lot of problems. Yeah. That can be solved, and that's just one person's fine. Right. That's just one person's fine. But like I said, like like I said previously, nobody really wants to be equal in this capitalist society. They want to be fair, but nobody wants to be equal. That's the type of energy I was waiting for. There we go. Here we go. Let's get to this shit, Kyle. No, I'm just saying that's what it is. Nah, it's true. Nobody, nobody wants to be equal, but let everybody me, let, wants to be nah, fair. Nah, but let me let me chime in on that. I agree with you, and I also agree that that's not how this shit should be. However, you gotta understand the ebb and flow is what keeps the economy running the way it does. I feel like just like how the stock market crashes when shit's too low, if shit is too perfect, the stock market will also crash. If everyone has money and nobody has to work for their bread no more, like if everybody, nobody has debt, nobody has bills, if all that shit is cleared up and everybody's comfortable, I don't think the economy would run so smooth like people think it would. What? I don't think bro, so, bro. Nah, it doesn't make sense. Let me just say this. If you had disposable income, let's just, let's just put if this. If everyone on, had on. disposable let's, income. Let's, let's just put this in perspective. Everybody. Not necessarily, and it doesn't have to be an astronomical amount of disposable income. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, Go ahead, I'm listening. Just in general. Think about it. I'm 29 years old. Okay. And I have never been to a Knicks game in the garden. Okay. Ever. Okay. I've been, I had to go to Philly a few times. You know, I, I think I caught I think I caught a game in Jersey when I was a kid. I don't remember. You know, maybe I don't, I don't know. But I I no, I went to the Meadowlands for the Whitney Young Classic and HBCU stuff. But like the amount of money that you have left over to be able to go to a Knicks game per se, mm-hmm. you could create a lot more. You can create. You can go to the game. You can charge more for the game because people have more money. Right. So they have more disposable income. So that mean, that would mean you could charge them more. But the way this country and, works, and that's that. But see, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm saying, but you can charge them more. Mm. And it, but at the same time, the, when, then now you give the people who work there a higher salary because you can charge more for the game because everybody has more disposable money. Exactly. Mm. Still don't think it would work out. So, but but it, I think that would be a little bit better. You be you would be operating on a surplus rather than a deficit. Right, and if everybody, and for some reason, people feel that working in a deficit is more is more money making than it is for people that work in an, in a surplus. But let me read you something I just googled though. Okay, here we go. I literally googled what would happen in our economy if everyone had money. 
It says no production of goods for consumption. High demand but low supply. The prices could even skyrocket to the point the economy would become stagnant, while the cost would still rise and rise. With this in mind, everyone having an infinite amount of money or more money available to everyone could become dangerous. And that's what I'm saying. I this, think the ebb and flow of it is what keeps the shit. You know what I'm saying? This like this is exactly what's happening right now anyway. Why would you say that? That is exactly what's happening. Everybody's in a high demand of things, and there's no supply. Except... What are we talking about? Sneakers? No, no. In general. We, how? No, but the, a lot of things are high demand, whether it be okay. like housing, per se. Okay. But let's just say housing's in a high demand. Right, uh, I see what no, I see. What and you're there's going. and there's nobody and there's but okay. nobody could nobody could afford them. So right. you mean to tell me if everything's in high demand and everybody can afford them, now there's a low supply for it? There's a low supply for it because everybody can afford it. Is that what you're saying? Basically, that's yeah, essentially. So, yeah. but there's also a lower production of consumption for goods, and that's the first thing that's on here. A lower consumption. Yeah, 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 yeah. Meaning and then, that nobody will actually consume anything. No production of goods for consumption. Because if everyone's getting paid more, where is the, you know what I'm saying? Like, why am I going to, you Let know, like. This. What, how, you do realize that Elon Musk can buy Long Island. Of course he could. He could probably buy New York. So, with that being said. Okay. Right. How and you got to remember this is this is not not everybody works the same way, right? Not everybody has the same mindset. Nobody, everybody has the same way of 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 spending. You got some people that hoard and hold on to their money until God knows when, right? And you got people that get spend the money as soon as they get it, right? You do realize that if people had an excess amount of money, they would just want to get more of it, right? Okay. I mean, I don't know. That's just how that's how I feel because that's kind of what it is at this moment now. I mean, obviously, in a perfect world, and, and you know, if you have something that you're not going to want for anything, which would mean that the, the the consumption would be low because you wouldn't want for anything, right? But since people actually have a feeling, especially, and this is me speaking me speaking from the lower to middle class, since you have not had. You're going to want to know how it feels to have. Of course, bro. I don't. I don't want you to think I disagree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not telling. I'm just telling you what it is. I, but I feel like it's not so utopian as you make it sound. That, like, but that's yeah, not, if I we give everybody, I do not want to make a utopia. But that's what it is, though. That's but no. But at the same time, I don't want to deal with hell all the time. But that's what I'm saying is going to happen. That's what's happening now. Okay. That's exactly what's happening now. Of course, bro. Nobody wants to deal with the shit that they have to deal with. But I'm saying that if everyone's problem goes away, you don't think new problems are going to arise? Of you don't course. think bigger problems are going to arise? I watched Bruce Almighty a bazillion times. I mean, I'm not basing what I'm saying off of a fucking movie. No, I'm just but, saying. But like, you know what? You saw what happened. Yeah, I Bruce understand Almighty. the plot. My I get man it, said, yeah. except all. Boom. What happened? Right. Everybody won the lottery. And dude was pissed off that he won $5.20. Right. <laughs> right. I get you. So of course, and then everybody wins that they want. To I think win. there's pros and cons, just of like course. everything else. It's just pro, it's pros and cons of and course. the whole shit. I'm like. just saying, I feel that I feel like operating in a surplus is a whole lot easier than opposite than operating in a deficit. I'd rather somebody be operating from because the way they it's funny. You would think that since everybody in the, in the upper class up up in the elites, so let's per se, 
let's just say, in the elites, and they they're operating on a full cup. Nah. Nah. And okay. I, I I just thought about it, and okay. I have a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll finish so, my analogy later. My fault. I did cut you off. Now go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish it. I'll finish my analogy later. Go ahead. All right. So look at it like this, right? Say, for instance, your job. Mm-hmm. You say you would rather work in a surplus than a deficit. Mm-hmm. Let me explain to you why a surplus would be an issue. Mm-hmm. If you work in a deficit, yeah, you got to do a little bit more work. It's a little bit harder on you, but you're getting your pay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're getting your pay. Now, if you add more niggas to what you're doing, you have more niggas to account for, which means you have to dish out more money. You might have to take a pay cut. So you work a little bit less. But you also making a lot less now because your money's going to other people. So would you really rather work in a surplus than a deficit? Yes. Why? Because if you're working in a surplus, even though there's more people that need more money, there's not there's not going to. But be, it takes away from you though. How would it take away from me? Because say because for now instance, I'm, now we're now we're pushing out more product because of what's going on. Let's just let let's just look at it this way. If I'm treating you like shit to do a shitty job, how effectively are you going to work? Okay. How effectively you're gonna work? You're working a shitty job, and guess what? I'm gonna treat you like shit, and not to mention I'm gonna pay you like shit. So you tell me how much how much production you're really gonna put out. Okay. How much? How hard are you gonna work? If I pressured you every single day to put out an album every week, how how hard would you how hard would you really work? The, out, would, the output would probably be shit. It would be a bunch of shit, which is what everybody's right. doing now. Right. Okay. I, I hear it all the time, you know, and I understand, you know, you want to you want to show the resilience, which is which I think what Dr. Eric Thomas is talking about when, you know, as far as giving that 120 percent in a job that you don't want to work for. Mm-hmm. But you want to show the resilience so that one day, you know, you might catch a break right. or one day you will catch a break, you know, speaking Afro, you know, into into existence. Right. You, you know. After that, it's like, but other other than that, uh-huh. what is the purpose of you doing this shit? What is the purpose of me busting my ass to make you look good for you to pay me sh- in some shitty pay? Right. Okay. The fuck for? Okay. Uh, it doesn't make it. Not, that that to me doesn't make any sense. And I'm not just speaking that because of my job. I've had look. This funny. My I've only been alive 29 years, and I've only had two jobs. Right. I've only had two jobs. I had, I had a couple of interns. One intern with forty acres and a mule, and another into and another you know and, and another one at at, at Medgar Evers College. Fire. So, and I worked at at, at a sneaker store, and I, and I where I currently work now, everybody probably knows about it. Okay. So, and everything I noticed about corporations is that Fortune five hundred companies normally do not treat their employees correctly. This they do not. not treat their employees with respect. Yeah, they say, yeah. oh, well, I'll give you this benefit, stuff like that. Yeah, nigga, I'm dead. You better pay for my funeral. Right. I gave you my heart and soul to this damn company for you to shit on me to, to say that, oh, just because I didn't do this correctly or I didn't do this one thing or I didn't sign this one document. Right. That you now you're not going to pay. You're going to pay partially for my casket. That's worth $8,000. Right. Just, just the casket, by the way. Shit, Not even talking about expensive. paying the priest, paying for the for the for the plot. Not even paying for the whole church, alone. Eight grand is for the fucking thing you put me in, the box. That's how it is, bro. That's how it is. Damn. 
I'm telling you this now from what I under from what I remember. Yeah, that's wild. For a couple of the funerals that I had to deal with personally, and you know, me snooping around, eight grand is just for the box they put you in. Yeah, that's wild. Not even for the plot that they did that they that they put the box that they put you in to put that in. Yeah. Cre- cremations though that's why they that's why people want to get cremated because this shit don't cost that much to so the people that they they have to pay for it right because the insurance probably won't do it because of some other bullshit reason of why they didn't want to cover you in the first place okay so with all that being said i could completely understand why you would rather work in a surplus in a deficit <laughs> no i'm just i'm just saying nah, like, i get it though that, that, nah it's all about perspective i get it i understand I get it. Got me hot, son. No, that's <laughs> good though. But this, this, this no, kind of shit, just, you but, know. But that's very that's frustrating. No, I know. I, that, that is extremely frustrating. Frustrating because and then like and I remember I was talking to somebody about it. The same dude that was talking about the other the the whole the racism thing we were talking about. I told you about early uh, a couple of years, a couple of episodes ago. And I was like, he said, "Well, what, did you want to come in this country?" No, I don't think anybody really really wants to come in this country, but. The basics of everything, the basis of it all, you want to get paid for what, how you work, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm going here and I'm shoveling shit every day, you know, for for the guy that hired me, per se, you know, let's just say, for him to walk in his fifty thousand dollar white gator shoes with gold eyelets on them. Why, why wouldn't you want to pay me a little bit more enough so that I can afford to come to work and not have to worry about taking the bus to work? They say this all the time. You got a bunch of people that work in stores that they can't even afford to shop in. Mm. You know, I told I told my, my team lead when I was working at the sneaker store, I was like, bro, and he, he's, he's younger than me. Love the dude to death. I told him on, one day, I was like, bro, you know, you know what's crazy? One hour here can buy us one shirt. Just put that in perspective. One hour of your time is a t-shirt. You'd walk around naked if you knew <laughs> how much how, if you could, if you could have money for everything that you didn't eat that you didn't wear. Just know that hat. That's an hour of your time. Three pairs of socks. Hour of your time. Your pair of pants. Hour of your time. And and this is no, this is actually me being very minimalistic, because you know everybody want to get the big designer shit, the ball main jeans, the 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 Balenciaga shoes, the Alexander McQueen scarfs. I feel attacked. However, the freaking the Nautica, you can you can, puffer based, jackets, the the Canada Goose. Based bro, on what you're saying, you can do a lot more with an hour. That's that's more valuable versus what you do. Inside of a store for an hour, right? And then for you to also get treated like like shit, like shit, right? I told you, I and I said this before. I, I worked in, I worked in, I worked inside of Macy's. I didn't work for Macy's. I worked inside of Macy's. And then this, and this is the funny part about it. I went, I was helping this lady with her shoes, right? Lady came in, went to shoes. So I went to the back to find some shoes for her, right? I'm like, damn. I look back, and I really, you know, at the time, I really, even even so now, I, I always go above and beyond to try to find something for. Her. You know, the customer. So I go back and I'm sitting here looking for some shoes and I don't find the shoes. I'm like, damn, she, we don't have we don't have the size. So she didn't want to go a size down and she wouldn't she didn't want to go a size up. So I said I could see if I could order it for you. She's like, no, that's okay, that's fine. 
So then I guess the lady she was with, because, you know, there are a lot of minorities that, or a lot of black people, or a lot of minorities that work in department stores. So this lady had the nerve to, to say, why do all black people work at sneaker stores? That's wild. So what I said, loud enough for her to hear me, why do all white people shop at Macy's? And then she looked at me like I was crazy. And I looked at her like, bitch, are you dumb? Did you thought I was going to say something nice? You thought I was going to dap you up? How are you going to disrespect me? But then I realized the reason why I get disrespected, I realized the, the reason why the customers talk to us any other way is because our corporations don't treat us like human beings. So it's a trickle-down effect. So the, the, If the bosses don't treat you like shit, what makes you think that the people that they see you treat like shit are going to treat us like royalty? So the people that come in there are a reflection of how the niggas that you work for treat you. Exactly. Wonderful. Talk about... Uh, uh, I'm, I'm done talking right now. I'm about to... I'm about to... <laughs> no, but this is good. <laughs> this is all good insight and perspective, so, you know. Um, I'm pissed, by the way. So... Did we answer the question? How do I feel about Joe Biden? I hope it, I hope everything works out. Right. I really do. I hope that he can get everybody in the in the judicial system to cooperate with each other. Yes. In and, the and, in and, favor and, of the people the of the United system, sorry, States. Not, what was it? The, the branches of government. Right. In favor of the people of the United States. Of but America. we all know that doesn't happen. Yeah. The consensus almost never wins, which is why I think people have these things about voting. Because mm-hmm. I told my mom this before. People get tired of voting because they I feel t- like it doesn't directly affect them. Yes. But it does. But it does. It just does, in different ways. To an extent. To an extent. Certain things, certain obviously certain elections matter right. where the popular vote is the end-all, be-all. Right. Not the presidency. We can clearly see exactly how you can lose the popular vote multiple right. times and actually become president and not become president. Right. He lost the popular vote. Not Joe Biden. He won that shit. The other guy lost the popular vote. Back to back. Two times. Mm -hmm. Two times. I don't understand it. And it happens so much. But I feel like that's what also deters a lot of people from wanting to vote. Because they know something like that can happen. Right. And it's a shitty way of organization on the on the part of the country on a part of the country. Just I I don't know that I don't want to get too political. I already have you know spilled my my heart and soul into a lot of this shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But do I feel like Joe Biden could help? Yes, I do. I feel like he could do a little bit more than the other guy did. Uh, there are a lot of things that there's a lot of things that he's passed before as an attorney, you know, before he became a politician. There's a lot of things that Kamala did, right, as an attorney that has set our people back a few times. But now you're on a bigger stage, you're no longer playing Pee Wee Ball. This varsity, son, step your game up, right? There's a lot you could do right now. For the people. That's all I got to say. You got anything else to say? 
Um, I ain't really touched on it at all, but nope. Because you I let mean, me go on a rant. Nah, but minutes. it's good though. It's good. That's good. That's. I mean, that's the kind of conversation I want to have, but that's also the kind of conversation I want people to hear, because I feel like it challenges people's perspectives. So that's why sometimes when you share a different perspective from me, I sit back and I listen because I'm hoping everybody else is listening. But I, like I said, man, I don't think anything is going to change in, in in the first year or even two years. I think if we do see changes, they'll probably happen through the pandemic and how it's been handled, which is cool. That's that's number one priority right now. It should be. Um, but after that, you know, the shit that we really care about, I don't see that stuff being changed until later on down the line, maybe not even in his presidency if he doesn't do a second term. You know, like, people got to remember, a lot of the shit that President Obama did was undone during the Trump um, the Trump, the Trump administration. But that's when we started to see all the good that he really did, you know? Like, that Obamacare shit, that healthcare shit really changed a lot of people's lives. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't know. We got to wait and see. I don't... I don't think that shit's going to change that much, but I hope it does. Um, a lot of people think that just because the vice president is an African-American woman, that means that everything that happens in office now is in favor of African-Americans. It's not how it works. Clearly. Um, but again, I do hope that by having someone in there, you know, it's kind of like, you know. <laughs> oh, so you hope this is because since homie work in the club, you think right. it'd be easy to get in. Right. Right, right, right. People are looking at it as, oh, you know, we infiltrated the White House. But that's not how it works, though. No, it's not how it works. And you also have to understand who she is and her background and the things that she cares about and her morals and values as well. Like, maybe they don't align with yours. A lot more people need to do their research. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not against her at all, but I'm just saying, like, you cannot just assume because someone is African-American and they're in a position of power that they automatically going to give a fuck about you and the things you care about. But I just, you know... I'm not going to do nothing but speak positive vibes on the administration, and I hope that we do see a lot of changes because it's necessary. I mean, you really can't go nowhere else. Yeah. We're at the bottom of the floor. We had... Yeah. It was pretty damn bad. Yeah. We was at the bottom. This other president made it okay to have an insurrection <laughs> on that, the on the That Capitol, he might not even be tried for. Did himself for, for all I'm saying is we got rock bottom and there's only way only way we can go is up. Right. If dudes start digging, we have a problem. That's when we have that's when we've lost all hope. Right. We are at rock bottom. If dudes start digging, we need to really seriously pray. We come together and and Make something happen because the, then we we cannot go backwards from this point. You see it, the, you know what happened. You know what he did, man. Donald Trump, you know, that man must have had the freaking John Deere five thousand deluxe, right? Because he cut the grass and now we see all the snakes. Mm-hmm. Tread lightly. Right. So, moving on. How do you feel about Trump's pardons before he decided to depart? Comical, you know. Shout out to Kodak Black, I Comical. guess. Comical. Shout not, out to Suge Knight. I'm not shouting Weezy out, but you know. You gonna shout out to Suge Knight? Yeah. Shout Bring out back to Death Row Records. <laughs> you know, like, it's really good with him, son. This is why I feel like there has to be some type of ulterior motive here it because is why motive. the fuck is Trump pardoning Kodak Black, bro? Like, what's actually going on? 
Uh, there's a lot of rumors about him being cloned and all that good stuff. Oh, but, I don't give a fuck about the know. conspiracy shit, bro. Like, hey, that's what everybody talking about. That's what it is. Do I believe too much of the conspiracy theories? No. I do feel like they're very uh, interesting to look at and um, worth a, a look. You know, worth a read. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with taking the gander at it. You know, but. Again, that's on you. That's if you just if you decide to go and uh, divulge yourself in that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about the pardons either. I was surprised that he didn't pardon uh, himself Smurda. or his family. No, no, no. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't Bobby because Bobby Smurda need to get out. Yeah, I'm surprised that he didn't pardon himself or his family because they are going to be... No, you can't, actually. Oh, okay. My mom mentioned it, and I looked it up. You can. He must have a lot of confidence in the people around him because he's going to go to trial for some of the things that he did while in office. If he doesn't, then then we'd actually see... He can't even come to New York, bro, because if he literally crosses state lines, he's going to be arrested for some of the things he did here. So I just find it weird that he didn't take that initiative to make sure him and his family were secure. I don't know. Maybe he don't really give a fuck like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. But I do find that kind of funny. Yeah, it's weird. It's just strange. Because if I had that kind of power and I knew that I did some fuck shit, I would try and cover my own ass get before. Jail, get out of jail free card. Right. Before pardoning Kodak Black. But, you know. Hello, Wayne. It is what it is, man. Um, Outlet pass. Moving on to the outlet pass? Yeah. There's nothing else we need to talk nah, about? Nah, it's a wrap. Oh, okay. Um, so we have Will the Big Man ever this, make a return? This is the outlet pass. Yeah. Transition. Will the Big Man make a return in the NBA? Mm-hmm. I you wanna answer that question first? I don't I don't think the big man ever went anywhere. I just think niggas that are in the NBA right now don't really play like big men. Okay, sorry. Did the traditional big man make a return? Maybe It's kind of segues into the shit we talked about last time With the positionless basketball Like if If we steer away from that Then sure You know But someone really dominant in that position Would have to come in the league For other teams to see how important it is To have a player like that on the team I feel like a lot of people are getting by Not really having big men You know look at the Trailblazers last year They got to where they was at Not really having big men Nah come on bro and not just them. There's a lot of teams like that yeah, that are getting by, bro. But Portland is not a good example. All right. But you get my point regardless. Well, yeah. There's a lot of teams getting by not having a, a real big man on the team. Yeah, like the Warriors have. So so if... In the past, of course. So if if a team acquires a player that's a real big man, that's dominant, you know what I'm saying? Then maybe other teams will be like, okay, you know, yeah, we need to get back on that wave. But right now, I don't, I don't really think people give a fuck like that. Because there's other ways to score, right? And that's really what I think it is. It's, it's just other ways to score, and more ways to score. There's more ways to win. So right. like you got, you could either shoot the lights out of somebody, you know, you could take the Dan Tony approach and play no defense and just put up a bunch of threes and run fast, right? You know, you could also do the the Steve Kerr approach, which is you have a green light, any any open shot, any and every open shot, you just take that shit. You know, you take that. That's what it is. But I don't. I don't feel personally. I don't think it's going to make a return. I would like it to. You don't think so? It's not happening. Game changer too the, much. The last. There's only literally two people, two big men in the league right now that are actually like big men. 
And even even the other and, and Jokic is, is one of them, but Jokic plays a lot on the perimeter. Who's the other one? Joel Embiid. Okay. Without a question. Uh-huh. I mean DeAndre Ayton could be. Uh-huh. But again, we got thirty teams in the league and I named three centers. Right. That's wild. <laughs> and, Versus know, twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Yeah, or completely not even, different just story. Ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just ten years ago, it was completely different. Uh-huh. You had, you know, 10 years ago, you even had, what are you talking about, 20, 2000, no, 2011. 2011, you had players like Dwight Howard, uh-huh. who was a, a threat on the block. You had Pau Gasol. You had Andrew Bynum. You think with as fast as the game is now, a lot of these people could run with the teams the way they do now? They could. You can be athletic. Yo, there's nothing. And that's what made Dwight Howard so special. Okay. Dwight Howard at the time, you know, from from let's just say from 08 to 2013 or 20, you know, 2012, uh-huh. Dwight Howard won three defensive player of the years in a row. But the game is a lot and, faster now and, than it was in 2012. Yeah, but it's it's the players are a lot faster, but the game isn't. I don't. It doesn't feel like the game has changed. Okay. Like as far as no, I'm sorry. The game has changed due to the simple fact that everybody's shooting. Way more three pointers than they were, uh-huh. and like an astronomical amount different from how it was ten years ago or twenty years ago, from two thousand one to two thousand eleven to twenty twenty one. Now, the amount of three pointers went from like let's just say seven or let's just say it went from fourteen a game in two thousand one. It went from fourteen to fifteen a game. Then in in twenty eleven, it went to twenty two a game. To now, dudes is taking almost forty threes a game. Right. That is a huge jump. That's not like drastic, you know, a gradual climb. No, that's a hop, skip, and a jump, literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Right. But I, I don't know. The reason why I feel that way is because even though Joel Embiid can dominate in the post, you know, there's times where he likes to shoot a lot of threes and he settles for a lot of jump shots. Right. And it's a, and it's a problem for me. Same thing with Jokic. Jokic don't even like Duncan. Right. That's the funny part. Jokic, Jokic don't even like Duncan. He'd rather finger roll. He'd rather euro step somebody. He, You know, he'll play with his back to the basket. But even though know, LaMarcus Aldridge, he's a power forward, but, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, he likes to dance in the perimeter. But he does, he does play with his back to the basket. Your guy, Anthony Davis, right. wants to be a guard again. I wouldn't say that's my guy. But I do love him, though. I just need him to play like a big man. <laughs> yeah. he, he wants to be a guard again. He wants to go back to eighth grade. But he wants the respect of a big man, too. So but it's like, you, pick. But you're, but if you're you can't gonna... do, and that's the conversation we had last week. Right. If you cannot do both, if you are not a positionless player like you claim you are, then pick one and be that to the best of your abilities. Don't kind of play like a big man for two games and show niggas that you could be a big man. And then for the next five games, let niggas, let niggas uh, sun you. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the way that he played against Joel Embiid was bad. I don't care if Joel Embiid is a better center than him. I don't care if he's bigger. It does not matter. There's no reason Joel Embiid should have bullied him on every single play like that. But, I don't want to hear that. But it, Wasn't he up for defensive player of the year, of the year last year? Yes. Was yeah. Joel Embiid? No. No, he was, though. So it's like, why am I watching somebody who is a defensive player of the year candidate literally Get sunned. F- four months ago? Get sunned by somebody who's not that much bigger than him. But he is better offensively. And, of course, and, and, well, he. Uh, I can't sorry, say he's that. Skilled offensively. Mm, that's a lot too, because Joel Embiid is not giving me fifty-five points. 
at will. You're right. He's not giving you 55 at will because he's not jacking that many from three. But I'm not crediting all AD's points to threes, bro. No, you're not. But if he scores 50, at least 18 of them are coming from three. All right. All right, I'll give you that. But I'm just saying, like. So he'll give you 40. All right, so Joel Embiid will give you, like, 45 and, and, and 14. Opposed to I AD, don't think Joel's giving to, niggas 45 and 14. He did. On a like, somewhat like, consistent beat. But is that Joel Embiid, though? Come on. Is Anthony Davis giving you 50 consistently, No, bro? but AD will average 34 points a game in a season if he has to. Yeah, Joel Embiid. When the fuck has Joel Embiid ever done that, bro? <laughs> we can say the same thing about Anthony Davis. We can. The only difference is Joel Embiid plays more like a big man. Yeah, can I he, agree with you. No, I agree with you three? on that, though. Yes, he can shoot the I agree three. with you on that. But Joel Embiid is his bread and butter. He knows his bread and butter is in the paint. And AD wants more control of the ball more often. Again, he wants to revisit he being a guard. Play, yeah. But do I feel like I can Can said. you do that at his height? Yes. But if you're going to do that, then do that. Don't do that. But also try to do the other shit. So niggas is relying on you to do the other shit when you really can't do that shit as consistently as you can the other thing. Yeah. That's the shit that pisses me off. Because you know, who's the big man on the Lakers now? My, Trez? Um, no, technically it's Anthony Davis, but. Mm. See, yeah, that's a problem. But no, it's Marcus Gasol. Marcus Gasol is the center. It's the actual Okay, center. I like Marcus Gasol, you know. And AD is the power forward, LeBron at the three. I like Gasol. Uh, Colwell Pope and Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. All right. That's their five. But so you're not you're not giving uh Poisingus the big man uh stamp? No, because Poisingus changed his game a lot. From when he was on the Knicks. Okay. All right, cool. I mean, even toward the end of his career end of his career with the Knicks, it started changing a little bit. But again, he was like Joel Embiid realizes that his his game is can be in the post. But right. you know, or, or can be the, the a pick a pick and pop. He's more so the pick and pop player that can shoot you with a fadeaway. Okay. You know, like Lamarcus Aldridge, just like I said. So before. how you feel about Rudy then? Rudy not a big man. Gobert? Yeah. No, he is. But he's a he's a, he's your traditional he's your traditional defensive big man. No, I'm just asking because you named two guys. Yeah, he's your traditional center. He's your, sorry, he's your traditional defensive center. Okay. He can get you easily anywhere between thirteen. You know. Uh, Eleven and thirteen rebounds a game. But you're talking about a nigga blocks. that's more that's more reminiscent of like a Tim Duncan, like no, just an offensive big man that could do both. So yeah, I mean, you could say Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, even Amari Stoudemire at one point in time. No, yeah, no, nah, I don't forwards. think that's coming back though. Like but, I said, unless somebody come in the league that's like that, the, I don't think it's gonna happen. The only like per- the person that has the chance to do that is James Wiseman, but he's not going to because the way how he's playing right now doesn't doesn't really show that. What do you mean? Why, how he's playing right now? He plays a little bit finesse. He plays more of a finesse like AD? style. Yeah, he plays more like AD, but he doesn't have the the quote unquote. The, he doesn't have the movements of Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is a little bit smoother and a little bit more. You know, he's he's Anthony Davis is like Hennessy VSOP. Okay. James Wiseman is like Cavassier VSOP. <laughs> so fucked up though. No, it's like just he's not there yet. <laughs> no, I get you. I get Opposed to somebody like Joel Embiid, who would be like an EXO Hennessy. That's like a, a fifty dollar difference. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's that's how it is. One's more experienced than the other. Okay. And we you know we love it. We love Anthony Davis, but you know dudes are subtle. Hook of Asia every now. So and you then. so you giving Joel Embiid you giving Joel Embiid the do say EXO? No Hennessy EXO. Hennessy XO. Yeah, not many people. Not, I have yet to see. If anybody do say EXO, it's definitely Jokic. Yeah. Okay. But he don't play like a big man though. 
but he does. Nah, you can't say that. Because just like AD, a lot of his points come from mm-hmm. perimeter or outside. They don't. What you mean? I mean exactly he what I said. He's more mid-range than he is in the post, no, bro. he's not. He's, he's mostly in the post. You got to watch the man play. Okay. He he's more right so in the that. post. He'll give you a hook shot. He'll give you a layup here and there. He won't dunk the ball. He'll give you a pick and pop three, but he'll, he'll set the play up. He'll throw some crazy arena Sabonis pass. So so, so was Dirk was Dirk a traditional big man, even though he could shoot? No, Dirk was a tweener. Because Dirk is AD. No. AD is Dirk. No. Why not? What do you mean, why not? AD plays like Dirk. I guess so. Nah? No. I don't. In think terms so. of the height and the play style. D- okay. And the scoreability <laughs> from where on the court. You Dirk, don't think he... Dirk was a true seven-footer. Dirk was not really banging in the paint like that. Okay. You know, Anthony Davis actually showed dudes he can back you down and give you a hook shot every now and then. Shoot the fadeaway. Young Kareem. No. Okay, I tried. I know, but it's like he could show you he could do stuff around the paint. He'll right. give you a drop step, drop you know a, a shimmy shimmy shake, drop step dunk on you. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Dirk do that since like '99. Okay, but you know as or you know even when he was when even when he won the uh, when he went to the finals the first time where he got smoked by D Wade and them boys. Right. Nah, Dirk was a he would run the floor. That's one thing I, I do know. Dirk would run the floor before. Who was on that team? Was it on the Mavericks team? Gary Payton. Or the Shaq? Heat team. The Heat team? Yeah. Yeah, that was Jason Williams, Gary Payton. Shaq, Shaq Wade, was on there, right? Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, James oh, well, Posey. That's, that's why they got smoke like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because D-Wade had one of the greatest finals of, you know, yeah, performances me, of all yeah. time. My brother told me. I don't remember watching it, but he told me. He reminds yeah. me all the time. He's yeah, an it was amazing. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing performance. Yeah, D Wade actually carried that team. There was nobody close. There was no question that you're giving the MVP to D Wade that game, that that series. No, no doubt. Right. Without a shadow of a doubt, that man was getting it. Right. Pause. But right. <sighs> All right. So your answer is no. My answer is not yet. <laughs> <laughs> The answer is no With a hope That maybe Yeah You know Maybe if I was 21 And about Five inches taller Yes Maybe (laughs) But Nobody else (laughs) Is shooting a Kareem hook shot From the free throw line I feel you Only me Yeah And possibly my uncle but he'll shoot the the, the the Patrick Ewing running hook before he shoots a sky hook. Shout out to your uncle, man. So, all right, so that's it. So, so uh, my basement bartender. We have a we have a basement bartender exclusive here. They're all exclusive. I know. That's, I just wanted to. Say. I couldn't okay. have my moment. Right, no doubt. I, my, I apologize. I couldn't have. I just the didn't moment. know what was going on. It is over. I th- <laughs> It is officially done. I, everything I, I cannot was, say. I didn't know what the fuck was going on, bro. Like you know. You gotta. You have to prompt a nigga no. on stuff like that. No, I, you didn't prompt me. You have to bullshit. You be saying this beat. I gotta accept it every single time. I feel you blind side me like Michael. Wall? I apologize for ruining the moment, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, a basement bartender drink that I have for you guys. It's called applesauce. Well, basically, it's the Bacardi. It's not the Bacardi. I wish they. I wish. Bacardi would go into an apple. That would be amazing. But 
You have the Captain Morgan apple. That's the spiced apple, I believe, right? Yeah. The spiced apple with what else did I write? I wrote this down. Where is it? Where is it? The on the bottom, right? Oh yeah. Oh. In a highball glass. My bad. You gotta put it in a highball glass with some ice. One apple slice as a garnish. Topped off with some ginger ale. And apple. That's it. That's anything else. It's just the apple juice and the and apple juice <laughs> and the ginger ale. And it, it was just the the Captain the Captain Morgan apple and ginger ale. Yes, Captain Morgan apple with ginger ale and a garnish of an apple slice. You could throw a little bit of apple juice in there if you feel like it, but it's not necessary. That's it. That's all. You, that's all we got. That's it, bro. So you need mm-hmm. absolutely fantastic, wonderful. Because I don't, I don't have to walk away, uh, and so I'm not gonna say. Actually, I should shit, never man. say that because every time I say that I'm not gonna walk away, here you nah, come. But there's with nothing some other for me. To, there's nothing for me to say to cause you to walk away, bro. I, I, I think that every single time we about to end the episode, every time. Let me just move my microphone out the you way. You have just no in faith case. in me, bro. I gotta get ready to get up. But you have no faith. No, I gotta make sure. I gotta, I gotta get in the right. So you gotta move the mic in case you have to get ready to get up. Yes. And you don't want to pause that. No, to, no what? parts of you want to pause that. You find it's completely appropriate to say when there's another man next to you. <laughs> Where you going, bro? <laughs>